Anyways, um, on a more serious note, a uh, an alarming statistic came out today about cold plunges that uh, 98% of people who participate in doing cold plunges will not participate in the cold plunge unless they can post it. All right, there's my uh, attempt at comedy. Let's get on with the podcast. What's going on, guys? How's everybody doing today? Hope you are doing well. Uh, Welcome to the Risen Fallen Podcast. I am your host, Mark Hendrickson. And if you are brand new to this show, then what you can expect is open and authentic conversations about things like mental health and self-development and how to get your life moving in the right direction. If you're not feeling good about where you are right now, the life that you lead, the person that you are, where you woke up at, who you woke up as, at least having the confidence knowing that you're getting one step closer to uh, who you'd like to be every single day. And if you are... Yeah, if you're not new to the show, then uh, thank you very much for coming back, supporting the cause, supporting the journey, supporting the idea of making yourself 1% better every single day and along the way, lifting other people up as well. And so uh, that's the intro. Welcome to the Risen Fallen Podcast. Hope you're doing well. Happy Thursday. Um, it is Thursday today. We are uh, rocking through this week. Uh, we are probably just over, I think uh, we're mostly done January. So I uh, hope you guys had a good month. Um, I know that for myself, recently what I've been trying to do is, um, you know, for the month of January, one of the things that I was doing is kind of like a 30-day uh, cold water exposure, cold plunge challenge with a couple of friends of mine. And um, I'm not going to talk too much about it um, because it's fucking, yeah, it is what it is. But um, I did want to discuss kind of cold plunges in a different way and, and kind of just discuss them. Um, you know, not just like the pros and the cons or anything like that, but I'll, I'll just kind of chat about, you know, what I think about cold plunges, uh, my experience with them, that kind of stuff. And uh, we'll kind of go from there. And so there's a, a lot of, uh, I'll start off by just kind of explaining, like I think a lot of the times with like cold plunges or fasting or intermittent fasting or you know different fad diets whether it's like you know you you eat no meat products and you only eat vegetables and blah 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 or you don't eat vegetables and you only eat meat products or blah 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 or whatever other fads there are out there uh you know there's the hot topic ones right now like intermittent fasting cold plunging fasting um different types of diets, different types of workouts, different types of, and a lot of these, um, you know, trends or fads out there, I think are, you know, truly probably positive things. I think that a lot of these things, you know, when it comes to diet, just actually paying attention to what you're eating and and keeping uh, like some sort of a loose track of what you're eating and uh, just being more mindful and, and, you know, like I said, uh, paying more attention to these types of things, I think is definitely just going to benefit anybody. That's why I feel like a lot of the, a lot of people, you know, they start changing up their meal plan. They start eating whatever they're going to start eating and, uh, they start to see results and they start to think that this is the best meal plan in the world when really probably the lowest hanging fruit, the way that they were getting the most amount of results throughout that is just being intentional with what they're eating and being more uh, accountable to what they're eating and being more mindful and paying more attention to it. And I think that a lot of the time when it comes to these trends and fads and, and everything like that, I think that, you know, a lot of the times the physical, you know, kind of results are almost negligible. And I think that a lot of the times 
when we attribute a lot of our, you know, um, results to just like one thing that we did to alter our, our life completely, I think that a lot of the time it's, it's not going to be like a one size fit all. It's not going to, it's not going to work for every single person, every single time, uh, in the same way and have the same impact on every single different person. And so I think that a lot of the time, not only can these trends and fads being annoying as be annoying as hell to just be inundated with, uh, on a daily basis on, on your social media or every conversation you have with your friend that just started cold plunging or anything like that. But I think that a lot of the time we, um, you know, it it can just be annoying as hell. And I think that a lot of the time it's kind of like we, we think that we just unlock the, like the world's greatest secret when, um, you know, we get results doing something. And, and I think that a lot of the time as well, we, we have this like product and it's not really, uh, it doesn't really come as advertised. You know, a lot of people, they think that they can just start doing cold plunges or just start working out or just start doing one specific thing that they're missing in their life and they can start feeling better. And I think that that's kind of, you know, they're not really getting, a an honest, uh, you know, um, advertisement of what they're doing. It's, you know, they're kind of just being like, it's kind of like a bait and switch. And I think that a lot of the time this can be kind of something that's, you know, mentally defeating for people because they're like, I'm doing this thing and I'm not getting the results that I'm looking for. And we kind of talked about that as well recently in like the dopamine rushes thing that I talked about, uh, just a couple episodes ago and you can go back and check that out. But I will say, you know, now that I've been ragging on fads and trends and everything like that, and I will say that a lot of these things and especially cold plunging in particular, um, I think it's one of those things where it's not going to solve, you know, all your problems in life. It might, you know, you might get a bunch of benefits from it that you, you find. And if you do, that's amazing. But I think that one of the main things that you can look for, uh, like look to achieve when doing something like these or specifically cold plunges is I don't think that it's going to solve all your life's problems. But I think that when you're doing something like this, I think that it will help you build and develop the skill set and the confidence to go and implement those things, you know, mental fortitude and and, uh, perseverance uh, to go and solve all the rest of your life's problems. So I don't think that you know, doing something like cold plunging or any of these other trends or fads or anything like that is going to instantly start to solve all your life's problems, but it's going to help you develop a skill set, which will make you better equipped to go out and solve your problems. And I think that, you know, the more advantages you can get in life, the, the more you can kind of um, get the most amount of juice from every single fruit, if that makes sense, is to uh, put yourself in the best position and make yourself you know, equip yourself with the right tools to achieve what you're looking to achieve. And so now that I've kind of ragged on um, these fads, these trends, these cold plungers, and, uh, you know, everybody else that, that, that um, yeah, so now that I've kind of done that, I want to talk about some of the benefits that I did find. A lot of the time, you're going to see a lot of different statistics and a lot of different things thrown at you, a lot of different uh, facts and, and things about, you know, cold plunges or anything like that. In terms of like the physiological impacts, the dopamine rushes, the probably rewiring of neurological pathways that help you, you know, kind of get in and out of certain states or anything like that. And, 
you know, I think that there is a lot of physical benefits, whether that helps in recovery or, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. And to be honest, believe it or not, I'm not actually a doctor, so I'm sure someone else can explain those a lot better. Um, but since this is kind of like a mental health self-development podcast and uh, I want to keep the conversation around that, I'm going to just discuss how cold plunging or doing something like this can start to benefit your state of mind and your mindset, the way that you, uh, your perspective on the world, I guess is the best way to say it. And so right now, um, every single morning as I wake up, I basically wake up, I, um, fill the bathtub up with cold water throw throw a couple trays of ice in there and I can get the water down to about 42 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, not sure what that is in Celsius. I think it's around like four or five degrees, uh, and then I uh, basically jump on a stationary bike, pedal away for 20 minutes, warm my body up, take a little shower, actually wash myself, that kind of stuff. And then I just come out straight out of the shower and I jump in the, uh, the cold water and I sit in there for about three or four minutes, sometimes five if I can make it. But a lot of the time it's about like three or four minutes. And so that's kind of the method that I've gone about, um, you know, doing my cold plunges. And so... In regards to like some of the benefits that I've found, basically like the other day I woke up and I was sitting down. I knew I kind of had to go to the bathroom first thing in the morning. And so I was kind of just waiting for the uh, the knock at the back door. And I'm, I'm like sitting and I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just read a little bit. I don't want to go on my phone. I go on, I go on and read for a little bit. And then I end up thinking like I, I got some thoughts I got to write down. Some just like journaling about anxieties for the day ahead. And so I, I, I go ahead and I do my journal entry. And then at the very end of it, I write down time to do the shittiest thing that I will do all day. And it was kind of like this weird empowering moment where I was like, this is going to be the biggest thing that I have to deal with today. The biggest stressor, the, the scariest thing, the thing I want to do the absolute least. And there's something about voluntarily taking on the shittiest thing that you're going to have to do with that day doing it pretty much first thing in the morning and the level of accomplishment that you get from that, the feeling that you get is almost like a superpower, a confidence of, you know, all your life's problems, all the stressors that you face that day. You kind of just have that reminder, that constant reminder that every single day it's like, yeah, I actually doesn't really matter what the world throws at me. There's nothing you can really say or do to hurt my feelings. Like, I've already bullied myself in the first hour of my day so much that, you know, like voluntarily that, uh, this, this kind of stress, this is nothing like it kind of like reshapes the way that you think about the, the stressors and the problems that you deal with in life. And honestly, I don't know if it's just kind of some of the other work that I've been doing recently or, or if it's due to the cold plunges, but I found myself when I get kind of in a heightened sense of emotions or, or anything like that, I can kind of find myself and just kind of breathe and get back to that feeling of like, okay, this is actually manageable. This is survivable. And uh, within minutes, the feelings that I have can completely shift. And so it's taught me a lot about, you know, how temporary the feelings are that we have and sometimes how much your fight or flight or freeze response can kind of impact your life or how much you can impact the response that you have. And one of the other things that, you know, I found recently that, you know, I found that it actually applies to my real life is when I'm training in jujitsu. Like there's so many times where 
I'm training in jujitsu or when you're doing anything in life, I'm sure you can relate to this where you kind of just sometimes get mentally defeated where you just want to pack in your bags and you're like, all right, maybe I'll just sit out this round. Or maybe when you're in a round, you're actually sparring. There's times where you're like, all right, maybe I got got, like, I don't really have a chance. There's nothing I can really do. And you kind of feel like your body going into this fight, flight, or freeze mode where you kind of, maybe you had a game plan or you're just kind of flowing and you're just enjoying everything. And all of a sudden, your body just starts to go on red alert. You get a code red, all the sirens are flashing and the lights are flashing in your head and you're like, bad news, bad news. And your brain is telling your body, bad news. You have to stop doing whatever you're doing or something bad could happen to you. And I think that a lot of the time our brain is using this kind of method sometimes to trick us just to get out of something that's a little bit inconvenient or uncomfortable. And I think that the more aware you can get about, you know, if your fight, flight or freeze response is a legitimate threat or not, the more you can differentiate between a real threat or a perceived threat that isn't actually going to hurt you, um, the, I think the better you can navigate those stressful and uh, anxiety-ridden situations. And I think that, like I said, voluntarily putting yourself in the position to have that response and then allowing your brain and your body to work hand-in-hand hand to overcome that response, I think is such a powerful skill that so many people need to get. And uh, I think that that's why so many people have this idea of like getting triggered so often and needing safe spaces is because I think that a lot of us are taught, um, you know, either by ourselves or by other people that, that, you know, maybe had our best interests in mind, but just didn't really know better. I think that a lot of us are taught to avoid uncomfortability. And then the second that we get within that zone of uncomfortability, we have that fight, flight or freeze response. So not only are we feeling that fight, flight, or freeze response um, in, you know, times that maybe aren't appropriate or don't warrant such a reaction, not only do we have that situation going on, but we also don't know how to overcome that feeling of fight, flight, or freeze. And so we're feeling it far too often, and we don't have the skills and the abilities and the, uh, the tools in our toolbox to actually overcome that feeling and understand that a lot of the times our brains are playing tricks on us. And I think that, again, it kind of goes back to the same thing I was talking about a couple episodes ago, where sometimes that intuition or that, that your, your gut voice, you know, isn't always right. And this is a perfect example of that, of when your brain will alert you sometimes far too often or far too easy about something that's uncomfortable or dangerous or hurtful or anything like that. And it triggers this shock response and we don't actually have the ability to overcome it because we don't voluntarily put ourselves in that situation often. It's like if you were driving down the highway right now and you get a flat tire and you've never had a flat tire, it feels like the end of the world. And then if you don't have the tools to fix it, it actually could be detrimental for you. It could, it could actually, you know, if you're, if you're in the victimhood mentality and in that mindset, it could be detrimental for you. But if you purposely practice and train yourself like, hey, this is what it looks like when there's an actual problem. And when there's an actual problem, I have the tools, I have the skills, I have the patience, I have the ability to deal with it. It makes those stressors a lot less stressful. And then it also speeds up and, and accelerates the time that it takes to deal with that problem.
And so I think that might be one of the greatest analogies that I've ever made on this podcast. So I hope you guys appreciate that. And so all in all, there's uh, a lot of benefits to doing something like cold plunges or anything I feel like that is physically uncomfortable and can trigger that that type of response, something that's rigorous and intense enough to trigger that response. Because I think that more of us need to expose ourselves to that feeling more often and start to develop the skill set to overcome that as well. And then the last thing that I think that, you know, is a really big positive from cold plunging or anything like that is the confidence that you'll get from the, the uh, you know, having the ability to say, I'm going to do this thing. And then when it comes time to put the rubber to the road, we actually can follow through with it. There, there, there's just this level of confidence that, you know, you gain from following through on your word and following through on your commitments and, and actually doing those things, whether it's difficult for you or not with a smile on your face and the gratitude to go through every single day and, and feel these feelings that we get, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a powerful feeling. And so on that note, I feel like that's a pretty good way to, to end this episode off. I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, share this content. If you feel like, you know, somebody needs to hear this or you feel like maybe it resonates with you. Maybe you agree with me. Maybe you disagree with me. Maybe you have a bunch of friends that, you know, know a bunch of things about cold plunging that I got completely wrong and you know they want to out me or I don't know like let's uh I'm I'm down to learn so if you guys know anything about this please do comment below uh or uh rate five stars leave a little review on any podcast platforms uh help your boy out in the algorithm any way that you can think to do it it really does help me out share the show like it everything like that uh I will see you guys on Monday hope you guys have a good weekend um Go get uncomfortable. Much love. Peace out. Love you all. Bye.